All right. Hello. We're live. We're live. Hello, everyone. Hey, you guys. So if any of you follow Amanda's social media, you realize that she ha- does um, Hard Truth Tuesdays, right? Some of those <laughs> things are gut punches. Like, let's be honest. So this episode today is going to be a little bit of like a Hard Truth Tuesday, but it's on a Thursday. So this is going to be like a Hard Truth Thursday. So there was a phrase that came through that I got to learn I mean, Amanda talked about a lot and it's a lot about like what we talk about and where we're coming from now that came through that. I remember when I first heard it, I was like, Ooh, Ooh. I like it. And I hate it. And I, hate it, and I do not like it at all. That was, it's the ones where there's parties like you, you feel the truth in it, but then you have this visceral response in your physical body. That's like, Oh, it like, it like, really oh. actually like you feel it in your gut. It literally feels like a gut punch. Well, because you realize if you take this belief on and you decide to actually look at the truth of this one, things are going to change. Mm-hmm. You no longer get to do things in the old way that you get to do them. So we'll kind of give the backstory of this, um, where it came from, but I'm going to tell you what it is first. So basically is that, so you guys know that um, if you followed us, we've kind of run the gamut of different things, right? We came in from like more of like this warrior woman. This is how it is. And then we kind of swung over and more into like the goddess phase, right? Like, oh, it's all about honoring myself. The goddess wild woman. Like, hey, let's, you know, use our full potential and unlock all these great magical things within us. And I was going to say a couple other things. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because, you know. <laughs> Anyways, but being in this whole like, hey, being free, like, un- like being your unlimited authentic self. Well, those pose some interesting challenges. So the phrase is, if a goddess or a wild woman will never reach her full potential if she is unwilling to tame herself. Oh, guys, how many trigger words we got in there? Tame yourself? Like, tame, what? The fact that you're even using, like, the goddess phrase or wild the wild woman phrase, <laughs> those are like, um, we don't touch those. Those are kind oh, of no, like the right? new pedestal words mm-hmm. and like the yeah yeah you, you just don't touch those and there's something about it I was like well no because it was like you guys I know there's like a book that's come out like untamed by Glenn and Doyle and I've actually heard really great things about it and so it's like not saying that from I haven't again, read it so again again we're, we're not swinging the pendulum no we're not swinging the pendulum yeah, yeah, yeah. I do from the people I have talked to about untamed because I've heard great things about it. they talk about like being tamed by society mm-hmm. you guys this is the fact of if you are unwilling to tame yourself you will never reach your full potential so let me give a little bit back oh, yeah. go ahead no well I was just gonna say like part of part of that wild woman goddess phase right like the warrior is like you know you're breaking out of these boxes you're breaking out of these things that you had yourself in and a lot of times it's actually breaking out of relationships or break whatever right mm-hmm. breaking out of the toxicity mm-hmm. and then you swing into this wild woman goddess like and that's where you're you know untaming yourself from the societal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right places like you know i get to say and be and do whatever it is that I am and you get to honor and you get to respect it because this is who I am. And if you don't like it, well, then you can take a hike. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Oh, that face is so messy. <laughs> it's fun. It's like, you guys, it's like very, like, it's very, um, dopamine hit filled. <laughs> you could say. <laughs> lots of high, high highs and lots of crazy, 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 lows. crazy lows and a lot of chaos. Um, yeah. 
Um, which is also, so chaos is also what is like needed um, or not needed. It, it's, it's one of the side effects of deconstruction, mm-hmm. right? So that is, mm-hmm. let's just like name is that is the phase on like the journey of like the deconstruction, but holy crap, it can get really messy really fast. Oh my gosh. So, so much. So I remember when I was kind of like, I had this whole like thought that came to my mind. Guys, talked about, I've gone through like a dark night of the soul, right? Love those. I can hear the sarcasm. I really do love them. They suck, right? Well, I remember I was to a point where I guys, I was just resisting. I was like, because here's the thing is like, as you start to learn a lot of these new principles and concepts, it's like, oh, you learn about surrender. You learn about like not controlling. But then sometimes you like learn so much about how like the laws of the universe work, how you are able to use healing and how you can get what you want, that you almost start to be kind of well, maybe it's just me, maybe manipulative about what you're learning. It's like, oh, cool. I know I can have what I want as soon as I let it go. And so you try to like force yourself to let it go thinking you're (laughs) going to like bypass something in order to get what you want. But it's still not truly dealing with these deep, dark issues inside. So I was on a conversation with um, my aunt and I was like, look, I feel like this is what God, you know, the divine's telling me. I don't like it, but I feel like I'm doing it. How long do I have to do this? I was like, you guys, I was spinning. And it was like, but I was still doing my things, right? I was showing up. I was doing my things. And she's like, Michelle. And this was a really good analogy because if you guys know me and Amanda, we both love horses. She's like, Michelle, God is literally trying to help you. And you are like a horse that is refusing the bit. And when she said that, I was like, I was like, you're like literally sitting there with your like nose up in the air. And I know this because I know what it's like when you're training a horse and they don't want to take the bit, right? Like nose up in the air and you're refusing to take the bit. But what you want to do and how you want to do it and the life that you're wanting to live is going to require you to be able to be led. And I was like, crap. Because here's the thing, like, I believe that we have the answers with inside of us, right? And I believe that you can go in and you can get those answers. And for me, that's God. That can be something different for everyone, God, source, universe, whatever it is for you. Even higher self, right? Putting your higher self Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. But if you're unwilling to take the information and you're unwilling to be led, you literally are going to continue to fight and to struggle and it's going to be suffering. Because if you think about it, you guys, wild horses, they're beautiful. Like they are absolutely beautiful. Like they run through the valley. They are free. But they can't be in society. You can't even get closer near to them. And sometimes if they get too near and they're too wild, they have to be put down because they're a danger to everything around them. And so it's like. Yeah, they they hurt. mm -hmm. Right? Like they, they create hurt and. They, they literally have to almost isolate themselves. In, in, sometimes it can be in a little herd, but they can't really be around much because they are so wild mm-hmm. that they're not able to do much. Like, I mean, yes, they can be free. And that, is that an awesome aspect? Absolutely. But if you also think about it too, a horse that has been tamed, the vast majority of what that horse can do is greater and it still gets thrown in the field. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's with good owners, right? Like yeah. let your horse run in the field. And so I remember thinking about this and I remember having that visualization. I was like, oh my goodness. Because one of the things too, is like you guys, as you start to tap into, because one of the things that happens when you start to work on yourself, you start to feel so much freer. You start to feel totally and completely like, oh my gosh, I don't have to hold on to this pain. 
oh, maybe the thought, things that I believed in myself aren't true. Oh, maybe I am a creator. Maybe I am unlimited. Maybe I can have what I want. Mm-hmm. And it feels amazing. And you're starting to step into this unlocked, untapped potential. And that is a really awesome place to be. But at some point, what are you going to do with it? And the what are you going to do with it, this is the part where you get to learn to tame yourself. Because you guys, sometimes it's like when we tap into this, it's like we're these little kids again, right? Oh my gosh, like I'm free. I can play. I can do things. And that is a lot of energy. There's so much potential there. But what do you want to do with it? If you have a goal that you're wanting to do, it's going to require you to tame some of those instant impulses. Like if you have a, a health goal, you're going to have to tame the instant impulse of like, well, I need to eat chocolate now, or I just, I, I don't, I'm not in the mood to go to the gym, or I'm not in the mood to do this, you know? Or if you have like a business goal or a relationship goal, you guys, there are aspects that will come up where that like wild child within you wants to be like, I don't like this. This is not what I want to do. It doesn't feel fun. And it's also where it's kind of like your higher self gets to come and say, hey, babe, hey, I love this. I love that you have an opinion. I love that you're wanting to do something, but how do we get to tame this into something, this energy into what we ultimately want? Well, and I think another word that's good for it, like, so I, I can totally get how tame will be a big old trigger word mm-hmm. <laughs> to quite a few people in our audience. So another word, and maybe I'm projecting because when Michelle first said it, when she said tame, I was like, mm, mm, like, <laughs> mm. I don't, I, I don't like that one. I was gritting like my teeth, not taking the bit, right? But really, though, when you look at it, um, it's when they're harnessed. You're harnessing power. You're harnessing and directing and utilizing. Because, like, being wild, being tapped into, like, your wild inner child or your wild inner teenager or being, you know, you know connected to – even that goddessy version that's super ethereal, right? And is super mm-hmm. um, beautiful and enlightened and like full of wisdom and like all of these things, right? But if you're not able to actually channel that and direct it, what good does it do? Exactly. I mean, you literally are taking power mm-hmm. and doing, it's just there. And a lot of times, like if you think about it, it's like you look at water, right? Water has the power to do a lot of different things. One, it can literally go and just be in the stagnant pond, right? You can go nowhere. It can just sit. Or it can be harnessed within the banks of a river and it can create canyons. Or it can be an effing tsunami that comes through, <laughs> you know, the ocean and obliterates everything in its path. But is it the water or is it the way that the water was used? Mm-hmm. One, it's not channeled at all, and it just sits there and gets to the point where it's like, oh, okay, well, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. One, it comes through, and it's obliterating everything because it's just like mass power, and it's taking everything out. Guys, I've been to snow on before. Sometimes it feels kind of fun, and other times you're like, crap, i got so much mess to clean up. Not worth it. Mm-hmm. Or it's like you're able to realize, okay, hey, where's the banks that get to be set up? Where's the part where I get to harness this or tame it in order to move? Because you guys, if you're unwilling to be led, here's the truth. You're really like a, you're like a little kid throwing a tantrum. And how 
far can you go? And usually when this little kid is like, well, I just want this, I just want this, more often than not, there's something going on and there's a need that's being unmet that most likely, if you sit with it, ask the right questions, is going to lead you towards something that's going to take you to where you want to go. And more often than not, it's an action that you get to do that sometimes feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Or learning how like, hey, just because I feel this right now, and this might be my authentic self. You guys, when people talk about being yourself, guys, I got so many versions of Michelle. There's like the Michelle that doesn't want to get out of bed, who hasn't showered in five days, who's like feeling stuff. Well, that's being me. But I, if I'm going to go on a date, is that the date? That, is that the version of me that I want to have show up? No. There's also the version of Michelle who's like, hey, consistent, like showing up, doing her things, you know, dealing with her stuff. Like, and there's the one who's like, you know, the Michelle that's going to a concert that's letting free. Like, there's so many different versions of me. So when you're like, well, this is just me. You guys, there's so many aspects of you. And which aspects do you get to be at what time and in what way to take you to where you want to go? And I think that is a great distinction of what this part of the journey is. So Michelle and I call it like, this is like the self-actualization portion of the heroine's journey, right? Mm -hmm. Heroine's journey, Mm -hmm. you start out and it's like, you are a slave and a victim to your surroundings, to society, to your, the way you are raised, you're a, a victim to everything that's going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it act, you, you hit enough's enough. The warrior comes out. Right. And then the warrior gets exhausted because she's literally fighting everything. So then everything, <laughs> so then she swings over. Right. And is, and is going into flood, you know, the goddess wild woman phase that we talked about, but this phase that we're talking about, about being tamed, it's not about being tamed to societal pressures. Nope. It's actually taming yourself against your own toxic behavior. Mm -hmm. It's putting a boundary (laughs) on the ways that, that you have allowed your toxic behavior to be the thing that is running your results. So it's like Michelle talks, like in every single one of the phases, there's a temper tantrum. Mm -hmm. There you hit enough is enough and you hit a temper tantrum. And what's so great about anger and temper tantrum is it's enough energy to actually create a shift in the trajectory of your path, right? Mm -hmm. That's anger. A lot of times is the emotion that like draws the line in the sand. Yep. And at some point you get to like hit this like self-reflective place of how often do I want anger to continually be the the one to draw the line in the sand when because because a lot of that comes like if the anger is getting activated normally some of your toxic behavior starts coming out Mm -hmm. what I noticed when I started cleaning up when my job was to clean up all of the ways that I was manipulating all of the ways that I was guilting and shaming all of the ways that I was trying to control the situation or another person when I started cleaning all of those up, I noticed that anger doesn't have to be a real present emotion in my world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, so when we talk about taming yourself, I just want to be really clear that we're not talking about going back into a societal box. Oh no, absolutely we're, not. We're talking about 
taming the temper tantrum throwing toddler that uses big energy and bullying and manipulating or on the other side going into high 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 victim mode and like cowering and pleasing and placating and playing small and using your victim story to make somebody feel bad for you because man if they feel bad enough for you they'll quit doing what they're doing and you'll get what you want Mm -hmm. or we can go into the fact that you're going to be an avoidant right sabotaging yourself by doing nothing Mm -hmm. no i just give up no this is too hard well Mm -hmm. i said this but i'm not motivated anymore it's like yeah no realizing that you still get to show up and you still get to do the things regardless of how you feel and like really it's this place is where you're no longer making decisions based off of how you feel mm-hmm. it's not being like well i feel this and it's like and yes there's a deeper intuition where you're tapping into it where yes there's feeling but it's different it's not these quick rash what do i feel right now because something's flaring and i'm going to make a decision and i want to make it stop i'm going to make i want to make it stop right now the discomfort to stop and instead you are able to simultaneously, so this is what's so great, you're able to simultaneously hold space for the part of you that's feeling. Mm -hmm. And you're also making a choice from the part of you that is committed to whatever and whoever and however it is that you want to be experiencing life. Mm -hmm. Right? I I really, really, really value a peaceful romantic relationship. Like I, I can't even t- like that is one of the things that I so value right now. Are there times that my husband triggers me? Well, yeah, there's times. <laughs> of course, it's one of those, it's an intimate relationship that happens. <laughs> and I could go into a conversation in that moment from a triggered spot, spewing all of the things because damn it, I'm a goddess and you get to honor me. Cause I have worth and I have value. And right now I'm feeling like you're not doing that when really that's very rarely ever the case. That's your own story that you need to go handle mm-hmm. um, because you're getting something from having that story. So right. Right. way out is that story serving you still? If it is, go ahead and keep it. If you're getting tired yeah. of the fallout from it, mm-hmm. there's other options, but it's, there's a part of me and that energy can run me. And I can literally sabotage a, a day or an evening or even a morning where we could actually be creating the literal opposite, where we could be sitting in peace, where we could be sitting in connection with one another, where it could feel really, really easy. And, and the tipping point here is what do you want to choose? Because both of those things are me. Like Michelle said, both of those versions, mm-hmm. they live inside of me, but what do you want to mm-hmm. choose? And so I think it's the part of, you know, th- this whole taming yourself is, yeah, feeling and being with and honoring the part of you that's feeling the emotion while also still making an empowered choice. And this is the place of holding space for both those parts. Mm-hmm. Taking action from the one that's going to continue to cultivate the thing that you value in your world. Mm-hmm. I guess, truthfully, what it, I mean, when you really look at it, you get to be the adult, you get to grow up. At some point, it's like we have a bunch of little kids running around in adult bodies still doing all these things from like, well, I need attention. I need this because they're wounded or, you know, there's like, there's, there's reasons why because every single one of your behaviors is a reason you're getting something from it. But at some point we have to realize like, hey, this doesn't work. I don't get to keep throwing a temper tantrum. I don't, well, you can, but you're also going to keep getting the life and the experience that you are. 
So you can absolutely choose that for as long as you want. But at some point it's like, Hey, we get to grow up and be the adults that we wish we had when we were younger. You get to grow up and you get to sit with that part of you that didn't have anyone listen to them. Mm-hmm. But it's not someone else needs to come validate it. So you don't need to go find someone to validate that story. You get to sit there, hey, I get that this is hard. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Sometimes life feels like this. And then you also get to be the adult in this relationship inside yourself of like, and we're still going to do this. Why? Because I love you enough to give you that thing that you want. Mm-hmm. Why, do, why do they talk about like one of the safest things you can do for kids is give them boundaries. It's like, why don't you let your kids just eat all sugar all day long? If they were to choose that, that's what they'd want, right? Well, I just want more candy, more this, more this. But as a loving parent, you're like, hey, I know you don't like to do this, but down the road, this is going to be better for you and you're going to feel healthier and you're going to be happier. And so you can see things that maybe that your child at the moment is like, well, I just want this. Why are you being so mean? You have that aspect of you inside of you where it's like, well, I just want to feel good and I just want someone to love me and I just need a hug. And you want to know what? For you to go out and force someone else to do that, you guys, that's just being like the abusive adult, right? Well, I, you need to give this to me or like the temper tantrum kid. Mm-hmm. You need to do this and you need to do this. No one needs to do any of that. No one is entitled to show up for you in any way, shape, or form. And if they do, that's awesome. That's just a freaking blessing. But you get to show up if you're wanting to have a different relationship with yourself and be like, okay, cool. I got a tantrum little kid inside. And don't do what your parents did. If they, unless you had awesome parents, which is cool because they're out there. But if like your parent yelled at you, said like, well, just stop crying. It doesn't matter. And they invalidated your feelings. Don't be that parent to yourself. Mm-hmm. Hey, I get that this sucks. You're right. I don't like it either. You want to know what I know? All we want to do is this. And we don't get to do that right now. You know, I, it's, we don't get to eat the cake or we don't get to, you know, just like not go to work or whatever, whatever it is at the temper tantrum. We're like, Hey, you want to know what? Sometimes friends do like this. It has nothing to do with you. Go be that adult to yourself that you wish you would have had when you were younger. And then still saying, Hey, but I also know that because it's not just the fun aunt, right? The fun aunt comes in and she gives you whatever you want. And then she leaves. She doesn't have to pick, she doesn't have to pick up the mess, right? We're not going to just be the fun aunt. I'm really good at being that one and it's fun. But like for yourself, you're like, Hey, yes, I see this and I hear you and we want more for us. And I can see that following through is actually going to make us feel safe. And that's what we really want. Mm -hmm. Doing the things that we say, showing up, that is a version of you. And we're going to do both. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'll sit with you and I'll hear you. And we're also going to tame that energy and harness it so we can be able to experience the very full potential of what you're capable of. Mm -hmm. Cause you guys, if you look at the people that are successful, and you really look at them, there's things they do every single day. They show up and they're consistent. Yep. And you want to know what? You can choose. And there's just some laws of how things work in the world. You're not going to get something for nothing. You're not going to not put in the effort and the work and just all of a sudden have something happen. Like, no, you get to put in, you get to invest, you get to watch something grow, you get to plant the seed, you get to water it, you get to do all the things to have something be. And you get to choose how you want to go through it. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to find a magic fix to not have to do the work to not have to like feel this stuff or how to tame yourself because you want those emotional outbursts. They're powerful. Yeah. And if you can harness them into a way to where it creates everything that you want, things change really, really quickly. Yep. Yeah. Learning, learning to, so this is what's so fascinating is that as I learn to, whether you want to say channel it, harness it, um, regulate it. As I started to regulate those emotional outbursts in me, what I also discovered was that it actually started to pull out the behavior and other people that also did the same. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how that works. Crazy how that works. 
guess whose life feels really, really safe right now? Mine. Mm-hmm. Because I happen to have cultivated this within me. And I also have created people or not created people, but um, attracted people into my world that do the same. And I also am experiencing it. Let's go even in my kids. Right. Mm-hmm. My kids used to be like emotional outbursts. One in particular. <laughs> yeah. She's emotional. She's she told me one day. <laughs> I don't know if you know that you guys, I took her on. It was so funny. I took her to the gas station to get treats. Cause I'm the fun aunt, right? This is what I do. All, all of my uh, friends know this. My brothers and sisters know this. If I come and I'm with your kids, I'm the fun aunt. They get whatever they want, whatever they want. So we're taking them to get a treat. <laughs> she was like crying in the back. See, like processing something. She gets out of the car. She looks at me, Michelle, I don't know if you know this about me or not, but I'm really emotional. I'm like, I know, babe. <laughs> she was like six at the time. It was hilarious. Yep. Yep. And what's so, and so she's almost 11 now. And what's so awesome is like, she is my feeler. She's mm-hmm. my little empath. She's, she's this little intuitive wise. She's the youngest of our crew and, and man, she's a feeler. But I'm also watching her as she's like in the midst of an internal, internal tornado. And I'm watching herself, like watching her feel it. And I'm also watching her regulate herself and still show up and have powerful conversation. And so it's like, yes, it's in the adults around me, but I'm also starting to witness it in my kids. Mm-hmm. And she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's also, she's also my, my kid that is, um, she loves wrestling. She's on the wrestling team. She goes mm-hmm. to the high school and trains with the high school rest, the girls wrestling team. And I'm watching her have emotional, you know, she gets pot, like an elbow to the nose, right? Blood coming down her nose during practice one day. And it totally incited all kinds of rage. Mm-hmm. And I watched this little girl who could have taken that rage out on the person that she was sparring with. She could have lashed out at her coach. She could have come at me. And instead she took some breaths She honored the part of her that was feeling the thing. And then she channeled it and went right back into, you know, went right back into practice, went right back into this sparring match. And she channeled it to where a girl that she had never pinned before she pinned that day. And so it's like, it's, it's not about, so this, if there's one thing that you could take away from this conversation that we're having is that it's not about conforming to society. Man, you worked so hard mm-hmm. to get out of that, mm-hmm. right? It's also not about, um, you know, throwing your energy and your emotion all over the place and expecting other people to respond to you in ways that you want. Mm-hmm. What it is about is honoring the part of you that is feeling the thing but can still show up powerfully and make a choice that allows you to pin whatever obstacle it is that's been standing in your way for months. Yep. For you to get in the ring and pin and do something different and discover how powerful you are. Mm-hmm. So it's totally possible. Because that kind of confidence, when you can trust yourself to know that it doesn't matter what I'm feeling, I know I can still create a win. Mm-hmm. I know that I can still come out of this. Okay. I know that I can still be safe. Whatever the thing is, whatever the, the desire of your heart is, whatever the feeling state you actually want, right? Mm-hmm. To know that you can actually create that in any given moment 
the, the amount of self-trust and confidence and the willingness and the ability to like run at life and run towards goals in like the most amazing way possible. It, like it turns into an actual really fun, exciting life experience versus something mm-hmm. that you're either using all of your energy to clean up a mess <laughs> because you spewed your energy and your emotion all over the place or mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to fight to get out of something. Yep. You know, and then I, it's like, where are the two? Then all of a sudden that energy that's literally being so much energy that you could be using for something else is going in all these different directions that it's kind of like, okay, cool. I feel it. And we're going to direct it and channel it this way. And all of a sudden what you're wanting starts happening so much faster, so much easier. And you're starting to create with it. And it just gets exciting. Because mm-hmm. look, that energy is coming up. Why not use it to take you to where you want to go? And not like you guys, because it takes a lot it's of effort fuel. to go all the other places. It really it's just is, fuel. It really is fuel. Like energy can't like what I'm, I'm trying to like the, if you look at it scientifically, right. Energy, like you can't create you or can't, no destroy it. Or you, can destroy only it. it. you can only, all, all you're doing is just redirecting it. Yep, you're just transferring That's it. it. So start transferring it towards more things that you want. Mm-hmm. So, and, and if you're the best way to know, if you are on track, take a look at what your results are. Cause that's the truth. You guys, it's you can say whatever you want. It's, it's your results will not lie. Your results will not lie. So you can say whatever about, I've handled this. I've handled this, but if the results haven't changed in your life, then you haven't yet. It's just the truth. Yeah. But when you look at the results and the results are changing, then you're like, Oh look, I'm making progress. Mm-hmm. And really I know when I stepped into this place, you guys, there were more times that I kept my mouth shut. There were more times where I got to show up when it didn't feel good. Or I got to f- keep my word, even though I didn't want to in the moment. And all of a sudden, when I started to really harness, not what I wanted to do in the moment, but what I was committed to, like where I was going, all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, goals are actually not that hard to get. Mm-hmm. Oh, results are consistent and they are predictable. I just wasn't. I didn't trust myself. Mm-hmm. And then the more that I showed up, regardless of what was happening, I just handled my stuff as it came. All of a sudden I had a lot more confidence in myself. There's a lot more safety within myself. And so what you want is absolutely totally possible. You absolutely do have, everybody has the potential to create whatever it is that they want. Like nothing's impossible. It's just, are you going to use the energy and the fuel that you've been given to actually direct it towards what you want or to continue to keep spinning in the same mess? Like let's call it the same mess that you've been in for years. Because it's your choice. The energy is there regardless. You can either keep spinning the same stories, doing the same things, or decide like, hey, we're going to harness this and we're going to start walking this way. But you guys, a lot of times it does look like consistency. Showing up and doing the thing when it doesn't feel awesome. Mm-hmm. Shutting your mouth when you're triggered to go handle your own stuff instead of spewing it out and trying to tell the other person why they're wrong. Choosing love and connection over being right. Like there's a lot of things that in the moment sometimes, oh, it doesn't feel awesome, but it will take you and give you everything that you want. And you're worth it. You're worth creating a life that you're going to love. And harnessing the potential that you have within you is going to be your vehicle and your fuel in order to be able to get there. Mm-hmm. So not always it's hey guys here's the deal it's not always pretty it's not the flashy answer it's not the oh just do this or oh just you know do this one process and everything magically happens no it does feel like magic when it actually starts to happen but it's not always comfortable and that's awesome it means you're on the right track because your brain wants to keep you in what's comfortable what's familiar and so if it feels uncomfortable you're like hey something's happening here and it's a good thing Mm -hmm. yeah so you guys go do the thing you're worth it (laughs) 